All right, I got the hoops ready to go, so we can get into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Trust Sports. This is the week we've all been waiting for. Liam, what's good, my guy? Here we go. Here we go. I'm good. See, How we doing, brother? I see you with the Kelly Greens. Uh, I love that Instagram post that I put on my story. Like, uh, Eagles fans shoot the Kelly Green like yeah. it's Versace. <laughs> He's like, oh, he got the Kelly Green. He got the <laughs> Kelly Green. I love that dude so much. Have you ever seen him before? I have. He kind of gets on my nerves. He's like, he like really <laughs> overdoes it, but that was yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, that Delco accent when he does Wildwood, he's like, you can't spell yeah. wild without wild yeah. or wood. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love him so much. Um, yeah, and I've been loving the retro. I mean, obviously, the Kelly Greens are sick. Everyone yeah. gets on Sunday Night Football, but we had a couple this past week, like the Oilers, the Seahawks use their old ones. Like, go Oilers. back because oh, they all look cooler than the, what they are now. Yeah, everyone says everyone likes the the throwbacks. Like the Oilers, yeah. you had you had great wins come out of it. The Seahawks as well. Like it just sucks as a Cowboys fan. We pretty much have nothing. <laughs> we just have yeah, the exactly. all white. We do have like that old blue that I've seen on some like fake jerseys, like the a different type of blue that we used to have. It's more like a baby bluish type mm -hmm. color, like but with the stars on the patch, which is those are type dope jerseys. But we don't have that like that that crazy jersey. So before the Kelly Greens, it was that like like the McNabb throwbacks like when McNabb was there of like that yellow and like baby blue color yeah so that was okay. like um that was like way back too and I want to say that was like the yellow and the blue was like the original and then the Kelly green and white just took different variations for years until finally like they changed to the midnight green which is what oh, they okay. for like okay. you know as long as we've been watching really yeah yeah uh, yeah. I also go with Kelly Green. Those um, yellow shoes, man, they're fucking yeah, <laughs> they're ugly as shit, but they're just like cool because it's Eagles. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're dope. Um, so uh, today's Halloween, baby. Uh, your boy, I dressed up as. Did you? Did you? I dressed up as uh, Maui from Moana. Uh, fine, got to break him out. Uh, do you? Do you dress up this year? Or do anything? Yeah, over the weekend went to a couple parties, and okay. if you ever watch The Office, um, yeah. you know, like three hole punch gym. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Years. It's like it's easy. Okay. I'm not a big Halloween guy. I was supposed okay. to be watching World Series games, so I really didn't plan on going out. So. <laughs> you know, what? I this is the first year where I've come to the conclusion that like, if you're someone who has like four outfit changes for Halloween, I think you're very immature. I think that you need to grow up. I get the like, you know, have an outfit to go to a party, da, da, da. but if you're someone like, I live for this, this is my favorite holiday, I love the face paint, I go to the haunted houses, I like the fucking, like, I just, and I'm, hey, I'm Spooktober, I love Spooktober, but, like, I yeah. just can't get down with, with that. Um, I feel like I remember in, like, high school and college, like, if you were to go out, like, during the course of the weekend, like, there were people that were like, okay, I can't be the same thing I was on Thursday, on yeah. Saturday. Like I need to have three or four different costumes. I'm like, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Every time. Like, at the end of the yeah. day, who cares? What is when you think back as a kid? What is your favorite standout Halloween costume you ever wore? Like I'm killing it right now. Uh, I was young. I was really young, um, and I wanted to be Andy Reid. So I remember. I'm sure there's a picture somewhere. I remember I like printed out, like literally printed out a paper mustache. Had like a pillow underneath the jacket to like make myself. Yeah, uh, Eagles hat. I'll have to try to find that picture, but that yeah. one always always stuck out to me. What yeah, about you? Um, 
so when I think back, I know I have this dope ass baby picture of like, you know how you look back, you're like, yo, I was a cute ass kid back then. Like I looked great. So I think I have one where I was a pumpkin one year and I was like, all right, my parents did a great job. Like they, they made me look like a pumpkin. I look cute. But as a kid, I would have to say, regardless of anything where I was just so happy was Spider-Man. Like I remember having the whole suit on, like having the eyes cut out and getting angry at my mom because I can't see, but I didn't want her to make the hole too big. So people didn't know what I, who I was, but Spider-Man, man, Spider-Man football player. I was a football player probably like three times. Yeah. Like easy go to a nerd. I was a good homemade costume as I got older, but yeah, I, I love it, it. It is a good holiday, but I, people are take it a little too far. Um, and now it's going to be starting tomorrow. It's Christmas. Yeah. Like, yeah. I already see Christmas lights up. I already, already saw Christmas commercials like this past Sunday watching football. Like every other commercial is Christmas already. And I'm like, this is crazy. That holiday, I can get down with. Like, like, yeah, like yeah. Christmas me to death. Like, we, we could sing, but you could put my Mariah Carey November 1st. I'm, I'm ready oh, yeah. to go. Like, I can get yeah. down with that. I can get down with that. I can get down with those vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, but new segment, uh, that, that I wanted to come up with, you know, we all come up with like these. These, I call it the big brain moments where you're thinking about the dumb ideas, the dumb things that come to your head about, about sports, whatever it may be. Um, but I wanted to do a segment called Big Brain Thinking Hot Take. Uh, and I've been thinking about this. Uh, and it really came about from watching the World Series, how loud Philly was. And I, I've seen people debating golf and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm tired of, of how can we make these sports better in which more people want to watch it because – when you watch like the U.S. Open, you've seen like Saquon Barkley. All the stars were at the U.S. Open. But throughout the year, no one gives a fuck. Like no one's really there to watch U.S. Open or uh, it, the, the the fan. Like, I can't sit there and watch 18 holes of golf. I'm not doing it. So I was like, you know what? They're missing the fan interaction. They're missing SEC crowd. They're missing that Philly crowd in the playoffs. Why are we not allowed to yell during matches in tennis or golf? But on the other hand, you have. In my eyes, the hardest thing to do, the pitcher who is in front of a stadium of people hollering on, on their feet, yelling, oh, yeah. and you mean a guy can't make a putt from 16 feet away and we have to be silent. Tennis has to be dead quiet. Like, these environments should be loud and hostile. It should be fan versus fandom of going yeah. at it. Like, the same way you're seeing, I think pitching, if any sport should get it, it's when the pitcher's on the mound and he comes set, then everyone be quiet. To let him get the best pitch. That's how we want to treat it. But you'll never see American sports. That's the difference between American sports and world sports. That's the huge difference, I would say. Yeah, it is weird. And I guess because, like, I don't know, it's an individual sport, right? So, like, that's true. you have, like, individuals to root for, not teams. Uh, I doubt you have watched it. I didn't watch a lot of it. But, like, that other golf league that was making waves that live golf, like, I watched wow. a tournament. Yeah, that was, like, the, you know, the Saudis, like, golf league that, Tiger was offered like 800 mil to go play. Remember that? Like, yeah, I didn't hear about it. But they, what they did, like they did team formats. And I literally watched, uh, I guess, one of their tournaments or like it was just on one day when I was home briefly. And they had like music pumping in the background, like crowd was going yeah, crazy. You see? But they were trying to go towards that like team uh, getting rowdy, like you have teams to root for, I guess just because it's an individual sport and especially golf is like one of those, Hey, we have to follow the rules. Yeah. Game that we set eons ago and yeah. it just can't change. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to change it, change it. Fuck that. Like, I want to hear the fans. Like if, if you hate tiger, tiger should have to go through hell. Like there should be a bad guy. Like you should be able to shut the crowd up and not just have everyone be on your side and, 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 and both of those sports. Like you should have, 
crowd interaction like it should be loud it should be once you see serena make a point like in a in in yeah. a, in the arm goes up you should be able to not have to wait the whole time that it should be building its its crowd language i don't know i was just i was like i don't know why we were quietly sports so let's make them interesting so that i'm not just watching it when it's just the biggest field yeah i was gonna say i mean i guess it's not a coincidence that those are like the two like sports that nobody really talks about and and you're right like golf people watch the masters or like not even watch, but like they're aware of when it's on. But other than that, you know, you really have to be, you really have to latch on to a golfer or just really love the sport to like watch these other tournaments that go on through the year and same yeah. thing with, but I'm just aware. Like when golf's on, like I'm not watching, I'm just aware. I'm like, where's tiger? Where, who's the deleting board? What's going on? That's it. And I'm good to go. Um, but you surprised me this morning. Philly fans had to deal with a 2 a.m. Wake up call. <laughs> 2 a.m. Now, this is interesting. This prompts a lot of things we've been talking. My boy George, we talked about as well. This probably, first of all, I had no idea. I didn't check Instagram yet. You sent me like, yo, on the docket today, we got to talk about the Harden trade. And I'm like, right. I mean, I'm like, oh, they're like, it, like from what I last heard, like it was like, he's okay staying in Philly. So I was like, oh, are things starting to progress to where he's looking to trade? And my student was in there. And I'm like, damn, what happened with Harden? He's like, oh, he's gone. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck what happened he's like yeah he's, he's with the clippers now and i was like holy fuck like this is a very pivotal point for philly right now and that yeah. philly could be making some big moves mm -hmm. to now buy in and i'll ask you a couple questions but i wanted to hear when i hit the news break what were your feelings you you applauded right away so let me yeah. know what you have to say well you know we talked about it i think it was i guess last week's pod like i told you between how last year ended the whole offseason bullshit with Harden and like just Philly sports in general. I was like, I'm out. I I've never been so out yeah. on the Sixers. I think they played three or four games, bro. I haven't watched a minute of it unless <laughs> it's been on at the gym. And like, you know me, I'm somebody that will like go to the gym yeah. in the morning and watch the Sixers at night. But like, really, just haven't given a fuck. Well, the first game started off already with versus the Bucks losing. Bullshit. And now, yeah. And you, I think you talked to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I fucking saw it. Like, here we go, man. Um, <laughs> But I like I was partially in on them and I was like, you know what, I'll get back to it later in the season because I really like the coach that they brought in. And now with Harden leaving and what they got in return, I hate myself for saying this, but I'm back in because I finally see a direct. I knew it wouldn't fucking took long. I know yeah, it wouldn't take I long. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I'm a disgusting sicko and I can't. Um, it's to me, it's it's they finally have a direction to go in. Okay. And when that game seven happened against the Hawks a couple years ago with the Ben Simmons, yeah, it seemed like an end to an era because they didn't have a direction. And then they finally did. Like they brought James Harden in, a loser who just bitches and complains after being somewhere for yeah. a year. But you felt like you might have had something. And then you got to the same exact place. You lost in the game seven in the second round. And now it's kind of like there wasn't any fight. You just fired your coach. Yeah, you brought a new coach in. That's definitely better. Um, but it's just like, you know, we talk about it. Where do you go with Embiid? Like, does yeah. he even want to stay here? Harden yeah. calling out your GM and your president of basketball hop saying he's a fucking liar. I'm not playing yeah. for him. But now this gives me direction. And you took an asset that had negative value, negative value. I mean, he literally said, I'm not playing for the Sixers. So like, and trade me to the Clippers. There's your only options. And somehow I mean, you, 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 on a turn, you look and you say, this is Harden. Harden, that's your last out. That's your last. I want to be out until now. It's now you're in the you, now you're a player in which you have no control. Now this is exactly. it. You're out of control at this point on. I agree. And the Clippers gave the Sixers two first round picks, two second round picks, a pick swap, and then those three players. 
yeah. that are all on expiring contracts. Mm-hmm. When you look at this thing, the, the first thing I thought was, okay, who are they going to flip these draft picks for? Because yeah. they're going to go get another player. They, they know they want to compete this year. Yeah. Bro, next year, I want to say the two main pieces that are going to have, be under contract are Tyrese Maxey, who looks like a stud this season, yeah. and Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP. Yeah. And then you're going to have about $60 million in cap space because all those other players are expiring deals. So if you don't go out and get another all-star via trade this season, you're going to be well in play to get whoever you want. With those two. With those two. You have $60 million. What the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> How did that's, that happen? That's a new update. I have it on the work meeting, too. What is we, that? Oh, it's we, you? No, no. It's it's on this. Like, I don't know if this um, <laughs> company we use Zoom, but, like, if you do, like, different, like, hand things. I mean, like, <laughs> no like, way. The heart, like, showed a heart and, like, the team. <laughs> so. I got I to gotta figure out how to get rid of that. But, um. <laughs> So that's that's amazing. Like having sixty million dollars to play with means you bring in a, an all star and you can yeah. drag, you can do what you can do what the fuck you want with it. Now, here's the thing. Now we talked about in the past how this is a perfect opportunity to do you let go of Embiid and have more. Now I, I think that now that you just said that, I feel like they're it can go two ways. I feel like your your the leadership, no matter what, is all in on Embiid. He wants him to be a sixer for his his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think he's gonna let go because I think he's dumb enough not to do that. Then you have on the opposite side of this trade stands that I'd rather go build again with more guys with these draft picks or trade these draft picks away and lock in on is Maxi the guy you build around? Because exactly. I was thinking that you let go of Embiid, get more draft picks, get all these things, get bring in another superstar and build around Maxi. But I feel like yeah. no matter what, Embiid's staying now. But are you happy? Do you, you feel confident enough to build around Maxi and Embiid? Coming from a Sixers fan that watched an all-time talent and Allen Iverson never really get the help in order to win a championship and then went from a mediocre team to literally losing on purpose. I I want Joel Embiid to stay here as long as possible. Yeah. And because you're right now at this point, like that's what I mean. It gives them direction to get could go two ways. If you want to trade Embiid now to get the most you can for him and just like stockpile assets, you can. I don't that think that means you're all in on Maxi. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'll do that. Okay. I think this they look at as like their last stretch run with Embiid. Okay, we have, I don't know, two to four years left of like, not even this Embiid and a little yeah. bit less, but still like even a little yeah. bit less of this Embiid is, is yeah. elite. Um, go out, get him some shooters. That's what they've done. Get him another okay. co-star in the backcourt. Hope Maxi continues to develop. It's the best coach I've seen in this organization in a very, very long time. This to me is the move that they somehow – Fleece the fuck out of the Clippers. I don't know what the hell the Clippers are doing. This is why they're a loser franchise, too. But this gives the Sixers the ability to be like, all right, look, either we go for it this year. Um, I do think they'll make a move to bring somebody in and yeah. then just build around and beat and, and go for the next two, three years and see what we can do. Man, though, but who's out there to bring in, though? So there's been talks of, like, Zach Levine's always been a big name. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, like, That's DeMar great. DeRozan. The Bulls are in a weird spot to where they could sell off Either Levine or DeRozan, I'd welcome either. Um, another dude on the Raptors, OG Anunobi, who's another like All Star, yeah. type player. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think that there's options out there, and the fact that you could just flip James Harden for Zach Levine, let's just say, in essence, like if you're able to do that, 
fucking hats off to you. Yeah, I mean, and, and Zach Levine's a baller. Like, you know, he's going to give you, he's going to give it his all at, at all times. Yeah. He's not going to give you that lazy ass defense that, that Harden was giving. Cause no matter what, Harden gives you one. I, th- I feel like Harden gives you one optic. He gives you just one side of the ball. He's giving you that offensive play, a great team player, but he's not giving you that defense that you, that you would need. Um, yeah. I think this is good for Philly. I think this is good. I mean, I, I want to, we got to probably bring George back later on, but I mean, a couple weeks ago, George was like, I fucking, I, I'm screaming at the TV for the Sixers. So I guess now this is more like, all right, I see us moving in a direction that can just keep this flow going. Just keep it going, guys. Exactly. Like, don't fuck us again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's, okay. and that's exactly what it is. Like, I feel like every, everyone I talk to too, that Sixers fans, like they were all in the same <laughs> boat, like me as well with George, like fucking we don't even care about this organization like they showed us they didn't care in the yeah. playoffs last year and then the yeah. offseason was kind of a mess but with one trade man you get one cancer out of the locker room and everything changes that's true it, it's still weird that you have two guys like that leave like in butler and harden so it definitely isn't something that's like made up i definitely you definitely could say it's real but it's just all about who could take what like certain players just can't take it and are are those guys who like know themselves like i have to dip out of here i can't stay yeah. um Oh, I'm excited to see. We got we to gotta get to a Sixers game this year. We definitely have to yeah. get to one. Definitely. definitely. It's, it's always a fun environment to watch in person. Um, All right, you want to flip it? Yo, you know what's crazy? I haven't given a fuck about the World Series. I don't know who's up. I don't know what's going on. Like, I haven't watched it all. That's crazy that. I, and I, not just because we're in the tri-state, you know, Philly area that Philly was bugged, but I feel like no one cares now. You know, like, no I, one's watching. I saw game one was, like, the lowest rated World Series in but, a long time. A long wow. Time. I mean, I yeah, mean, you you had no those two. Those, those aren't two big markets, you know. No, no, no it's no I surprise. Bet. I think the Rangers took a two-one series lead. I haven't watched a second of it, um, but the Rangers' mm-hmm. big hitter uh, Adolis Garcia, he's the dude that was like, raking home runs against the Astros. He was having a good series to start too. I think um, injured out tonight. So shit. Damn. I mean, I, I saw I saw a lot of Ranger fans was like, I would give up another twenty years of a no. Cowboys Super Bowl for one Rangers World Series win. Really? And I was like, holy fuck, are you crazy, bro? Yeah, I've seen that on like the Dallas media and stuff like that. And people were like, fuck that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, crazy. hell. I would yeah. not have guessed that. I would not have guessed that. No, not at all. I, I don't know. Those, I guess they have some crazy Rangers fans down there. I guess so. Yeah, I guess it so. Makes sense. Um, but hey, let's transition this to football. But uh, before we get into our NFL talk, let's just talk a little bit about college ball. Um, I think the news of all news that we want to really pay attention to is just the Michigan games. Um, we see Harbaugh week to week. We're seeing more and more news coming out about this scout that's out there. I don't know if he does any research, but I did a little, I did a little digging to understand exactly what's going on with this guy. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently this dude was, is, is a base salary. Apparently he's like a Marine too. Is yeah. a base salary guy. He was making like 55,000 a year. Um, and he started once Harbaugh started as well working with organization, does scouting. Um, no one knows his truly, truly title, what he does. He's on the sidelines. So a guy that's making 55000 is close to the coach. On the sidelines, you'll see him there having playbooks. Like it, it's, it's crazy how close he is to the sidelines, to hardball. But the thing is, now that came out, is once all this started to work out of, of Michigan starting to record the sidelines of the opposing teams weeks ago, a year ago, and, and change – they're recording their signals or signs. There's a clip going around there of there's a Ohio State game from last year where you see Stroud look, get ready to call the play, stop, look to the sideline, and you see everyone on Michigan stare at Ohio State sideline and point up to the sky, signaling to the entire defense that 
it's a pass play. Now that could come in different variations, but the thing that showed that that is worse than all, once everything hit the news, this guy goes ahead and deletes every app. He deletes every app yep. besides Cash App, in which Cash App flooded the market of showing all his transactions in which he was buying tickets pretty much to all these games to go to. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what scout do you know? Which is so suspicious. What scouts do you know that are going that are making a, 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 a to go if you're on the staff of Michigan to go and watch these Big Ten these these games these random games before you play the opponent as well. So it's just so strange to see. And then I mean, he is a little bonkers because he has like a manifesto of like uh, a, a document that he's made saying like Michigan is going to take over co- all of college sports. Uh, like, okay, he's, he's he is nuts, right? This guy is is bonkers, right? He's a manifesto of like explaining why Michigan will be top of the top of the the creme at, at a certain point in time. But I'm I'm getting mixed mixed views. I'm too biased, so I want to hear what you have to yeah. say. <laughs> well, it's it's weird. Um, look, man, when when you do shit like that, like what was it? I saw even his LinkedIn had like a weird title for Michigan. Again, got deleted. It's, it's a very weird situation, and, like, yes, it, I think for sure they were paying this guy and letting him go to the games to try to steal signs. Like, I don't think you can deny that. Yeah. Where this is a problem is where I think I have the problem. Um, every I would assume that every major team does this. I think I said this last week. Michigan's just the one that got caught. Yeah. Um, and can I ask you a question? Why is it illegal to go – to your uh, someone else's game and quote steal signs when you and I can watch on ESPN any given Saturday and are they're literally showing these same exact signs and also yeah. what is stopping Michigan from hiring some random student not even hiring but be like yo you're a big Michigan football fan like if you want go to the game down the road go to the Michigan State Ohio State game and yeah. get some film like let's just show us the video of the signs and we can figure yeah. it out like what's stopping them from doing that so like this is a this is a weird thing to me, and I know we yeah. talked about that rule set of like just put wire, just put headsets in the helmets. Like yeah. I don't know why we don't do this already. Yeah, they're gonna get in trouble for it. I think we already talked about it. It'll come in the off season when the season's already over, yeah. and Harbaugh's gonna be suspended for two or three games if he even remains in college football. But I would make the assumption that many of the other high profile uh, programs are doing the same thing, and I just don't understand in a day yeah. and age where there's 36 different camera angles that the average consumer can watch and yeah. signs that this is really a problem. So it's, I, I think the only issue is now, like when, when you get film, like when we watch film, I have film where you're silent regardless. Like when I watch right. film, I can see you're silent, right? The difference is, it's a guy blatantly on the sideline, just filming their signs. Like he's just filming just that we're not feel, filming the field of play that we have this guy analyzing the signs to steal pretty much the playbook. He's saying, I'm stealing your playbook and then deciphering that and going ahead and delivering that to the coaching staff. Now, people are questioning, does Harbaugh know this? Does he do you think he was made aware of them stealing signs? I would say I am 100 percent sure he 100%. was made aware. People are defending him and saying, like, I know him as a coach. He wouldn't do that. Like, he's very cautious oh. of his signs getting stolen. I'm like, the reason that he's that cautious is because he knows yeah. he's doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, come, exactly. come the fuck on. So that I, I completely disagree with. But the the issue now is Harbaugh can't escape because now they're saying Harbaugh is, might make a return back to the NFL. Exactly. And that the NFL now is kicking in and saying, no, 
if he gets caught guilty for this, we're not going to allow his scapegoat to then go. He's back into the NFL. He's going to be held accountable with the NFL as well, not directly, but indirectly held accountable through the NFL. But it's just so it, it, it is kind of blatant to me that you see like there's certain games in which they like I don't have it in front of me. There's certain games that they've done this to and they've won. But then the games in which they did like TCU, they didn't do. And they got fucking kicked in the ass by TCU, right? There's these certain games in which things like these things aren't like I don't think believe in so many coincidences that happen to show that, okay, we could back off and say it's just a coincidence. No, no, no. It's happened multiple times and it shows. Um, mm-hmm. It's just and I also think that, yeah, Harbaugh does have a, a bullet on his head, rightfully so by himself. Like the NCAA is is, is zooming in on him and and showing that. We're watching you, and yeah, we're going to pick apart every little thing that comes across the table that deals with you because you have already shown us your sliminess. You've shown us exactly. the cases in which you've gone and recruited illegally. You've shown us how dumb you can be. So I'm sure every team has this. I'm sure that, I mean, I remember watching high school film and like knowing that like if a coach does a certain thing that like this is this player's coming. Like I know, I remember sitting at meetings being like, oh, that's a telltale sign that this is coming. Mm-hmm. And that's on you for not, and not recognizing that, but the issue is sending a guy's out to illegally to do that. I mean, that's like you, you look across the league, that's like the Patriots filming practices just because you're filming a practice. I mean, it should it be illegal, like anyone could watch the practice, but it's like, yeah, because you're filming behind the scenes stuff, you're filming that. Like, just beat me square and fair and do it like that. Like, just beat me fair and square. That's all I, I, I when I, when I, what I would think of. Yeah. And, and look, again, it's going to be one of those things that's going to come out later on. I'm sure we'll get all the gist, but like, it is, it, it's just very weird how he deleted everything. I saw the dude, Aiden Hutchinson, the DN online. Did you see that? They asked like, hey, do you have any relationship with him? He said no. And then outsurfaced a, a picture that he took with this dude, Stallions. Uh, I guess after I mean, they 10 or whatever. And it's just like. That could go back and forth, yeah. That could, yeah, it certainly can. But it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of like fishy shit that you're almost making it worse. You're covering up something. Why delete oh, something if you have nothing to hide? Right, exactly. Why why, why not speak on it if, if it's like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. I had nothing to hide. I mean. Not for nothing. It's like the Biden emails. Like, I mean, I mean, not Biden. Um, uh, Hillary, Hillary emails. Yeah, like, yeah. let's go through these emails, and you're gonna see some shicey shit come out. But what <laughs> sucks that it's gonna come out after this season. It's, it's gonna, tough. they're gonna possibly win a national championship. Like, and and, it, and it's gonna fucking suck because it's like, okay, you look at it as they were cheating, they got caught, but you don't look at the amount of players impacted. This impacted. CJ Stroud. This impacted multiple years. I'm just speaking from Ohio State losing to Michigan because they were cheating, right? This is this is losing out on on being ranked differently in the national championship games, right? Going forward, so like that, it, it does have a big, big part. And I think that if he's found guilty, this is one of the biggest scandals in all of college football history, right? Like this is up there with this surpasses Reggie Bush. This surpasses um your boy uh, Money Man Manzella. It surpasses all that shit, bro. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see like how they process this because yeah. you let them make the playoff and say they win a national championship. Like, what are you really going to want to go through an offseason to where you get all the facts? This thing is true. Now you have to strip away a national championship. And like you yeah. said, like, this is the last season that we're going to have with regular conferences as, yeah. as we've grown up to know as yeah. the 14 playoff. Like, do you really want that season to end with a cheating team winning at all? Yeah. So they, you they go. You go back now to if they're found guilty, you go back to Michigan being the bottom again, Michigan not being in Ohio State, Michigan not being in the college playoffs for years to come until they have a yeah, they'll be banned. of the they'll entire house. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, not just that. I'm saying even if, when they do come back, you have to rebuild, recruit, 
bring in more guys, oh, yeah. bring back Michigan tough to like this takes this takes years to get up back back to where they're at. They just got to this point right now. Yeah. So like you just knock down the towers with Harbaugh, and it's like, damn, dude. But um on the opposite side, the discussion of um which conference is better, the SEC or the Big Ten. This year alone, I would say historically, I would say, of course, the SEC is a better division. You're playing harder competition. But I would question you to say, you may say you may look across like Ohio State, Michigan. They have not played anyone until they play each other um, in their schedule. I mean, that's not the fault. Of, that's just the fault of the conference, right? The conference comes down to that. SEC, you have Bama, Auburn. You have, I mean, I, and I believe that these teams are not that well, that great as well going forward. But I would ask you, when you had number one Georgia last year and you had Ohio State, Big Ten, coming in the house, not for nothing, Ohio State put it up against Georgia. Ohio mm-hmm. State played up to the SEC. They lost on some a missed field goal. But the entire time we were in that game, this wasn't playing in, uh, uh, like, what is it, the the the, the uh, TCU. You're, right. we can we can hang with these guys like we can play with SC and beat the SEC you won't have it to where going forward you'll have SEC winning every national championship from here on out you won't have that and I think that when it comes historically I would say SEC but recently in these last few few years I'm going to say the big Ten is up there the big Ten is is is, a, is not a tougher division but it definitely can can hold its weight in the SEC I would say it's an even fair fight yeah I think um if you look at the big Ten I think they're they're heavier up top than they are in the middle and down low. Exactly, like I think yeah. the SEC is deeper, but yeah, you look at the SEC, like it's Georgia top, and then you know, I mean, fuck, here we go, discrediting Bama, but yeah, Bama yeah. is probably the second best team, and are they? You know, they're barely clinging on the top ten as to where you have Ohio State, Michigan, both in their own right could be number one in the nation, and then yeah. Penn State, who probably could be top three if they didn't mm-hmm. lose to Ohio State. Ohio you know State, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I would say at the top, I would I would take the Big Ten's top three teams over the SEC's top three teams. Yeah, I mean, you have and, – and, and right now you look at the SEC, you have Bama, you have a Tennessee team who can't figure it out, you have a Texas team who just can't figure it out. Ole Miss and, is shaky. Yeah. Like, Houston shaky. Yeah. So other than Georgia, like, you've had the rest of the teams, even the, the quote, dominant ones, like even Bama, have yeah. been shaky and shown mm-hmm. major weaknesses. If you throw in Ole Miss – let's just say that's like you throw in Ole Miss – Tennessee and uh, Oklahoma into our schedule. I guarantee there'll be years where, yeah, it's, it's back and forth, but I guarantee you we win those games. Like, if you put them on our schedules, it's not a blowout. It's not Ole Miss blowing out some, some fucking SEC. Like, it's going to be those games again. It won't be blowout to games. It will be competitive, winning by a field goal or winning by 10. It won't be these blowout games. And I think I think people are just thinking of the Big Ten, as like you said, the bottom-tier teams. You're thinking of Nebraska, Wisconsin. Right. Uh, Right. Iowa. They're thinking about these teams, not Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. Like these are the top teams that could definitely compete in any division you put them in, man. I would say, I would say right now, if you put on if you put these three conferences, top two teams, I'd rank them Big Ten number one, Michigan, Ohio State. I go Pac 12 right now, number two. I think Washington and Oregon as a as a collective two teams would be better than Georgia and Bama. So I think the SEC, in terms of like the top two powerhouses. I'd probably put SEC at three. Or two or two. Fuck, I would love to see like an Oregon. Like we might get it in the playoffs. I would love to see. Yeah, like that. That would have to play off in the playoffs for me to be like, okay, like yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Because for me, it's not long-standing. I'm also thinking longevity as well. Like Oregon, like Washington would never be here again. Like, like Oregon, Oregon. Yeah, this this is it right now. Yeah, Yeah. but Oregon has their like 
streak gone, streak gone. Like they had that up and down all the time. But yeah, you're right. Let's I see really wish. I really wish this year was the 12 team playoff because there's a yes. lot of teams like in the middle of the pack. There's going to be like I would guess one of these teams are going to miss the playoff: Florida State, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Bama. Yeah. Like one of one multiple of those five are going to miss the playoff just by default. Yeah. And they're all shown like they were really fucking good teams. Like I would yeah. love to see the 12 team playoff this year, but we'll get it soon. So next year we get the 12 game playoff. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't that, wait for that. If you did this, if you did this this year, oh my God, that shit would be amazing, bro. Exactly. I'm trying to, th- yeah. I want to say like right now, uh, 12, 11, 10, nine. I like Oregon, would play Bama, I think, right now. That would give That'd be fucking awesome. Bo Nix back in the SEC. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I think like the first round, the higher seeded team is home too. Like it's not a neutral site. So like Bama okay. go into Oregon and really like, dude, that'd be awesome. Damn, that's something you it's so crazy you say that comparison. I don't think have they ever played each other? That's a good question. Like that's that's like uh, that's what you're going to start seeing in the playoffs. These teams who have never played each other, like Oregon versus Alabama, sounds crazy, but yeah. it's, it's going to happen. Like, I yeah. feel like when Oregon in their Chip Kelly days, uh, like when they made the national championship, I think they played Ohio Auburn. State though. Became yeah, yeah. Like I don't think Bama was ever like you I saw Ohio State Bama. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. That's when Zeke beat Bama, man. That's when I was locked into Ohio State finally. Um all right. Yeah, anything I think I think this week we we don't have too many games. The following week is is a rivalry week, so next week we'll definitely be in on our, our games, some picks. Um this is just a great week of, of just watching college football all all around. Yeah. Um do you want to move it to the NFL? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, on to NFL talk. Um it's crazy. In my head, I already have like a how I think the podcast we're going to talk the flow of stuff. News just hit. Uh, Chase Young is now in San Francisco. Liam, if you asked me about if you asked me yesterday, what does the playoff look like? I would have said the Cowboys, we want that 49ers team. Give us the 49ers team. Give us a second chance at the Niners. Seeing how Brock Purdy has plummeted. Seeing that the 49ers aren't that team losing, was it just two in a row or three in a row? Three. Three in a row, right? I was hyped. Bring me San Francisco. Let's mm. fuck. Let's get my lick back. I need it. I need that milk, right? <laughs> and then I go, fuck. Kyle Shanahan is locked into the Eagles formula. He said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to put this quarterback here, but we're going to beat you on the defensive side. I'm going to win my championship. Do the defense, right? This is pretty much what we just locked in. News just hit today um, of Washington doing so. Uh, but I, hey, let's just stick on the 49ers. What are your thoughts going in? Um, I, I guess with, Sabrina was hype as fuck. Yeah, I guess with the trade, I'm not worried. We we literally just saw. I don't know if he's ever gotten a sack against the Eagles. Uh, he rarely plays. He's always banged up. He's an incredible athlete. But I'm, I don't know. Personally, I'm not really worried. Like, I just actually saw somebody posted his stats. Um, from this past Sunday, Eagles Redskins with or Eagles Redskins, Eagles Commanders. Uh, I don't think no sacks, no pressures, one tackle. So, but I also say put him in a different system. Let's see how he rides. That, that's that's um, that's my belief. Going into like, I'm putting our O line against anybody's D line. I'm not not okay. not about it. But I'll, let's talk about that. the Niners and the Bengals this past Sunday because I have a couple different things for you. Um, okay. You and I have been on the anti Purdy train. 
as a lot of people are hopping on. Um, you know, you and I have seen a lot of segments on TV, a lot of shit on Twitter. Brock Purdy, he's top 10. He's top yeah. five. Niners yeah. are the best team in the league. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Looks like the Niners have a certain script that they need to follow. And if they don't follow it, A, B, C, D, uh-huh. they will lose. They need their defense to fly around. They need their defense to create turnovers. They need Brock Purdy to throw to wide open receivers. They need to be completely healthy because yeah. you miss Brent Williams and you miss Debo Samuel. Now, all of a sudden, Brock Purdy looks like Brock Purdy. This wasn't uh, the 49ers team that showed up versus the Cowboys. I can tell you that one thing. <laughs> follow, they don't follow the script. Yeah. I have a weird little stat for you, too, that came about. I almost didn't believe it. Um, Kyle Shanahan, I think he needs to start getting some blame because – um, one of the things that we always talk about with the Niners, what happened last year, oh, what they're hurt. Well, if they weren't hurt at the end of the season, then they'd be fine. Well, why is Christian McCaffrey in and getting the last play of the game when you're down 14 with nine seconds left? This dude just overuses his players. Like Christian yeah. McCaffrey, you can make the argument, should be getting like load management yeah. every single game, especially in these games that you feel like you probably could have. Like earlier yeah. in the season, they were yeah. ro- when they were rolling against the Cowboys, like take them out. You have other yeah. running backs that have succeeded in the system. But here's the stat, Malik. Kyle Shanahan is 0-37 when going into the fourth quarter, trailing by eight or more points. Yeah, I saw that. That's one possession. That is not 20 points. Mm -hmm. That is eight. And that goes back to my thing. And I know we'll talk about the Eagles, but why I'm so confident on the Eagles is they can win. And you said it too. They can win every different way. Hurts can throw it around. They can run the ball. They can win defensively. The Niners, I am watching this Niners team, need to follow the script every week. And when they do, they're the best team in the league. But when they get – off you lose to the browns you lose the vikings and you get crushed really at home against the Bengals. yeah and i mean it, it goes to show uh that like that is a stat that comes strictly down the coaching and play morale as well like your players can't dig you out of a one point difference like that's it like the with players you have players, the play calling you have with those players exactly both sides of the ball stacked stacked the fuck up um i i love to see it i still and I want that. I want the smoke. I want Dallas to carry the big stick and be like, let show up on that game. Show up. Show up and stop letting fucking Purdy walk around pretty. Stop letting this fucking all like this West Coast fucking pretty boys come in and and and, and fire on all weapons because we can't cover. Like show up. Put Brock Purdy in his ass and see what it does. Fuck the script up and see you exactly. win a game. That's it. Just fuck the script up. I'm also why are we not hearing more about this concussion thing with Purdy? He's the first player in like two years to go through the protocol in one week, like yeah. not miss a game, and then yeah. gets his head crushed mm-hmm. down. He probably has another concussion or further to it. Uh, we saw what happened to Tua last year. Yeah. Like I hope, I hope he, I don't, I don't hate Purdy. You know, we never wish injuries. Yeah, no. I hope he's okay, especially when it comes to his head. But like again with Shanahan, why is this not being talked about more? Yeah, why is his starting quarterback going through concussion protocol in three days? Three, yeah. It was a short week for them. They played on Monday night. Yeah. And no player has gone into a game from a concussion and has played. And now all of a sudden your starting quarterback is. It's just yeah. – that's a little weird to me. But I don't know. Their defense, man, like, again, when they're on, they're on. And, and they look like the best team in the league. But we've need, we've seen Kirk Cousins go off on them on Monday night. And then the Bengals look like the Bengals against them, a team that was really struggling all year. So yeah. it's they're not as scary as, as everybody kind of touted them to be. I mean, they that defense is still scary. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. But that like, defense is still scary. What I'm saying is like three weeks ago before the Browns game, it was, oh, my God, clear the books. Niners are the yeah. winners. Well, like nobody's even close yeah. to them. And now it's like kind of, okay, well, you lost to 
the Browns. True. You had Kirk Cousins go off on Monday. We know primetime Kirk isn't the same Kirk. Yeah, yeah. And and then the Bengals like just went into your house and put up thirty one on you. Yeah, I mean that's true. That is, that is true. I mean definitely like three weeks ago I was saying that the the when they played Cow the Cowboys I said this yeah. is the best yeah. team in the NFL. Like this is the best. Like I had never been beat that bad in my life, and seeing them beat the fuck out of the Cowboys was like. Oh, they're for real, and like they can fire just like the Eagles, but they are getting it done better. Like they're getting it done smoother, easier, and they look like they were just rolling. Like it was just so easy right. for yeah, them going forward. And they hit that wall, and they and on the opposite side, you look at the other way. You see your boy, icy, my boy, icy man with the Bengals. You see the Bengals found the same script they were last year. I mean, we talk about our locks and parlays. If you want to lock it in now, I say it's not a bad bet to lock it in and and put the 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 Bengals to make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl because yeah. they're following that same script. You see them now. Joe Burrow, I said, like, I don't count Joe Burrow out. Like, I, people were trying to write him off. We said, let him get healthy. Let him get on his 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 shoes. You see him slip out of a crazy, should have been sacked yeah. three times and throw a fucking great ball. So, like, that he's still there. He It's still in it's still in the Bengals. And, and I, I do like seeing the Bengals getting it together now and, and going out there as well. Um, he looked healthy. He looked really healthy. Back, finally, right? Yep. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's I love it to see it. But on the opposite coast, you have the blender, probably one of the worst games in history. It's just uh, no, this is what I want to say. It's just because I had this bet on the Jets that they won't win more than seven games. So from here on out, they have to win every game by with no seconds left with a field goal. Like that's just <laughs> what it's gonna be for me. Like that's my luck that I go with. Yeah. But I saw this craziest shit ever. I don't hey, I clear not I didn't watch the game, but afterwards mm-hmm. I watched the highlights and I watched uh, I saw some stats that was like the Giants threw for negative eight yards yeah. and that there are 28 punts in this game. More. Punts I don't know if it was, what was that? There are more punts than points. Yeah. 28 punts, bro. Like this is a, and, and the Giants still should have won the game. Choked it away. Yeah, like they still should have won. I'm just like, this is such a Giants thing to get done. Like, I don't hear no Giants fans. I mean, oh, I, of course right. you're going to have. James still comments on my story. He's like, I don't know which one I hate more. I hope it's just a tie loss. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. just just sit out this season. Just sit out. Don't <laughs> comment. Don't. That's why I messed. Just sit out, bro. We don't want to hear it. We tried telling him this year wasn't going to be it. <laughs> we said in the beginning of this year that the Giants would be at the bottom of the division. Nah, you're yep. crazy. We just paid all him this money. We got some guys to throw to. Now the excuse is he has no one to block for him. He has no one to block for him. Now, like, what are we going to keep doing? Like, is uh, this guy is scared for his fucking life back there, and it is what it's going to be. But, hey, Brock Purdy's 0-3. The guy on the opposite side that everyone fucking hated, and the Jets quarterback is 3-0. These last three weeks. So it's like something to tell. You it's mean no, no matter what, what you could say is that this is a guy that has a lot of moxie, man. That no one was getting as much hate as he was going forward. And to see that he bounced, what was that? I no, I was saying big time, like everyone in the media, in the New York media, was like yeah. whipping him, man. And like to his credit, like it seems like he's just putting his head down and they're winning games. Yeah. That's all I'm a and 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 playing. That's it. He's just yeah. playing. He's yeah. doing what he has to do. Uh he's getting it done, but what I hate is that the Jets are getting all this hope in um, Aaron Rodgers coming back. He's on the sidelines throwing it around. You see him jumping a little bit on his Achilles. <laughs> I wouldn't say this straight to your face. You can hate me if you want. He is not coming back this year. I don't care how much hype you think that he he got. Right, Liam, I prom- we can make a bet on this right now that he's not coming back this year. 
regular season or postseason if they make it? Regular season, regular season. Okay. Regular season, he's not coming back. And it it's 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 honestly just like it's the it's the Philly hope of we hope we win. It's the Jets hope. I hope Aaron Rodgers can come back week to week. I think he's doing that for them to keep them still interested in the Jets by being on the sidelines and showing you guys something because yeah. he ain't coming back, Brody's. Well, it's interesting. Even if he doesn't come back, it looks like, because I know you. this is the conversation we had, like, what does this mean for him long-term? Will he be back next year? I yeah. would now bet anything oh, that yeah. at least he's back next year. Like, you see him putting the work in. You see him wanting to be out there. I was wrong about that. I thought there was a chance that he could just kind of ride off into the, ride off into the wind. Like, call it a career. It's a great one, yeah. but he'll be back eventually. I was always against that because I believe he really likes New York. Like, I, you, this is yeah. the most we've ever seen. Like, it's so crazy how you see the switch happen. With, like, Tom Brady, he leaves. He's a different guy. You see Aaron Rodgers leave. He's a different guy. Like, he, he you know, he's out there more. You're seeing the fun yeah. side of him. So, like, I see that he loves New York, man. He loves being down yeah. there. He's like, he loves the market. Um, so I think, I think he's going to come back for one last one. He's going to go get another one. Definitely. For sure. Um, we then have, uh, your, 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 yo, how is, how is your boy doing? How's your little brother doing, bro? Jack, has he been good or what's going on he with him? Man? The Steelers, Steelers lose, uh, <laughs> to the Jacks 20 to 10. What is going on? Um, they need a quarterback and Pickett sucks. <laughs> Pickett sucks. I, I don't know. Look, if you go to Pittsburgh and just like ask them, it's all in the OC and, it seems like he's been pretty bad. I've watched a couple of the Steelers games, but like you can just tell, like you can tell Pickett's not the guy. Is um, Jack off off Pickens? I don't think as much uh, okay. as he should be. Okay. I think that he probably would rather have somebody better, but I don't okay. think he's as out on him as like, I, I've been telling him like, yo, Najee Harris looks cooked. Uh, Kenny Pickett does not look like a, a true franchise quarterback. Like, yeah, you guys are still winning games. Like yeah. that's the Tomlin effect, but. Jags, man, I think are the bigger story out of this too. I think okay. Jags, Jags could be legit. Yeah, I mean, this is a great year. You're not again, could be going down that same Bengals route with like the Chiefs not starting off so hot and coming back. Yeah. So you're, you're 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 no matter what, you're still in play for. It's a long fucking season. So the yeah. Jags, you can hold it out, but this is your opportunity to get yeah. it done. This is your chance, Jags. This is your chance, Dolphins. To like this, you could squeeze your way in there this year. Out of all years, this is your year where just stay true to yourself. Don't stay true to where. The 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 pass has always gotten to you. You fuck yeah. it off at the end of the season. Stay true, and you could squeeze your way in there, and, and this be your year. Yeah, yeah. You never know. AFC's wide open. Yeah. Uh. Then we want to let's let's end it with our Cowboys Eagles talk. Uh. We have the Eagles going in and getting it done, thirty eight to thirty one against uh Washington. Cowboys getting it done versus the Rams, forty three to twenty. Uh. My biggest takeaway from the Eagles game is. Ron Rivera might be the worst coach right now in the league. I don't know why he isn't fired yet. I, I mean, either. I've never seen worse coaching in my life. I mean, I, I like I love him as a person, what he stands for, everything he's been through and stuff like that. I love the guy, love the history he holds with what he did in Carolina. Um, but when you when I, I I truly love watching the way you associate with your team and the way you associate on the sideline, right? I never see Ron Rivera ever with a headset. I never see him ever have anything to sit on the sideline. Like, he's worse than fucking um, the Patriots head coach. Like, I, you know, you never see him even animated on the sidelines like that. You just see him like, look, he just looks dumb. But Ron Rivera, yeah. he just is there. He yeah. just is there, man. And, like, what, what killed me more than anything was, at the end of the game, not throwing the red flag on that Devontae Smith catch. Like, it plainly wasn't a catch. You mean, he was like, I was too busy. With, I was waiting on the scoreboard. Yeah. No one up top is like, 
Throw the fucking flag. Throw the red flag. Who gives a fuck? It's the end of the game. Throw the <laughs> fucking flag. Who gives and a look, fuck? Waste time out. Even if, even if, um, so yeah, that was clearly not a catch. But even if that's your excuse, right? Oh, I was waiting for the jumbotron replay, which is ridiculous. If that was Nick Sirianni saying that, he would, I would be fucking <laughs> outraged. But the pass happened on the on Washington's sideline, like yeah. they were by the far side. If you you see the replay. All the coaches and players are like, no, that's incomplete. No, yes. Buffy Smith gets up and is like, guys, we got to hurry the fuck up. Like, we have to hurry the fuck up and snap this ball because I did not catch that. Like, how was that not your hints? Even if you're waiting for it. Like you said, what are you saving? A timeout? Yeah. That was like a 30-yard play that led yeah. to a touchdown. Like, you got it, man. River also, the league, too. The yeah. league, you don't stop play? Like, why didn't the NFL stop play to review it as well? Not on a play like that. They won't? No, if it was like if it was a touchdown, they would review. Uh, turnovers are automatically reviewed, but plays like that, it's up to the coach. Really, I thought I've, I've swore that like when I'm watching games that they'll stop play and be like uh, and that catches under review. If it's under two minutes in the second uh, quarter, okay, so okay, you can't challenge yeah. the coach, and and it's and every all reviews are up to the ref. Oh shit! Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, that understands the rules. Then yeah, then he's just fucking stupid. I I just I just don't get it. I mean. Another week in which watching the Eagles skate their way through to another win. They they don't ask how or whatever you guys like to say. They just like to know the, the record, whatever the fuck it is. Um, so so I, have, I have two ways I can go about this. I can be delusional Cowboys fan or I can be the real Cowboys fan. I'm like, let's be honest. Let's go into this game. I want to let you speak on this Cowboys versus Eagles match that's coming up in Philly, correct? Yeah. Yep. In Philly. First time Dak's been able to play against Hurt as as well. Uh, so in Philly, yeah, this is the first time that like, each of them were like Hurt um, or just not playing. Because uh, yeah, we... yeah, last year we played Cooper Rush in Philly, yeah. and then Gardner Minshew was Away. playing Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we pulled it out. We barely beat you guys that that year. So what does it look like? What are we looking like this this weekend? I hate that this is not a primetime game too. This I is like know. a fucking three o'clock four o'clock. In my mind, yeah. I keep so it's four thirty. Uh, so I guess it's like the Fox game of the week, but like I keep thinking it's Sunday night football. Which this is Sunday night. Sunday night is Bengals Bills, so I guess you can't be too mad. Um, no, gonna- fuck that. <laughs> what are we saying? Are we living off with Demar Hamlin? Like, did you, did you see uh, the tweet? Did you see the tweet? They were like, "Yo, Demar Hamlin has an uh, opportunity to run it back." I was like, "Jesus Christ, bro! Fucking, you guys are sick, man. You guys are fucked up." Uh, but Cowboys Eagles, what are your thoughts, brother, going into this one? Yeah, well, I guess look. First of all. We texted each other last Sunday. I want some props for that because I think I called both the Cowboys-Rams game and the Eagles-Commanders game. I was like, Eagles are going to struggle. It'll look ugly, and then they'll win. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I was like, I can see the Cowboys beating the Rams like 35-3. to three. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel weirdly confident going into the game. And, again, it's twofold in, in what I said before. I'm looking at an Eagles team that has shown me they can win in any given way. They can win with Jalen Hurts balling out, throwing the ball. That's what he did this past Sunday. They can hand the ball off 50 times in the game. That's what they did against the Vikings on that Thursday night. Um, they can win defensively with the defensive front. They can get a couple turnovers. Their secondary is finally getting healthier. Kevin Byard, another week in the system. I think he'll be a lot better. And it's the Cowboys. And again, I'm not, I'm like, this is not Cowboy hate. This is just what I've said before. Like, this is what we get from the Cowboys every year. And it's what makes them playoff team or playoff contender every year. They beat up on the average to below average teams like the Rams, like yeah. the Jets, as they did, like the Giants. And then when they see these upper echelon championship contenders, that's when they fold. 
we saw it against the Niners, and I think it's going to be close. Don't get me. I'm not expecting a Niners Cowboys like result with the Eagles, but I think like coming into Philly, I I just trust the Eagles more than I trust the Cowboys. Like all things considered, I think the only hope for the Cowboys is you have to, and again, you're not going to hope for injury, but Jalen Hurts is banged up. Like his knees yeah. fucked up. Yeah. You have to, I don't want to, hope's the wrong word, but I think the only chance is if that thing really is affecting him. Yeah. Um, it's It's been clear that it's affecting his his running game. So that's going to help out. Yeah. But I just, I try, I think, look, right now, AJ Brown's the best receiver in the league. We have the best offensive line in the league. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I really think is still underrated, even from our own coaching staff. I never want to see Kenny Gainwell carry the ball again. And I think that this defense, like when they're healthy, especially in the secondary, can do some things. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, and close games, it's going to be up to the coach and the quarterback, which I'm going to take Sirianni and Hurts over Dak and McCarthy. Oh, for sure. Um, I agree with everything you said. Everything I we agree. But being the hater that I am, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak as a hater. I completely agree that watching last watching last week's like game against Washington, I. I always say I'm not a fan of AJ Brown, um, but he's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. And you're saying it's between him and Tyreek Hill. I'm still taking AJ Brown. I yeah. mean, Tyreek Hill is going to get you a guaranteed one touchdown, but I don't need that one touchdown. I mean, Tyreek Hill is going to also give you those 10 yard, you know, quick scores. But I need a guy. What I mean, I, I need a guy. I need a dog. I need a guy I can just throw it up to. Uh-huh. It's him. Like I just and, and it's route running. It's just it's it's it's, it's him every down play. Like he's every down wide receiver guy that is is amazing. It's and that that those catches were amazing to watch. I can't believe he came down with all of those. Like I was like, one of these he's going to drop. He came down with every single one. What pisses me off now is the cockiness in Sirianni. Does Sirianni call your plays? So shut the fuck up, Sirianni. Of I trusted you. I knew you. Like shut the fuck up. Like that well, shit is what makes, pisses me off. You like go for it on a fourth down like that. So that's anyone. It's it, there's no fucking trust. There's no trust. You just say it's a guaranteed fucking first down. Anytime it's a tush push, it's a guaranteed first down. Unless hurts. No. It, well, he Please. wasn't saying it after that play. So first of all, no, no. the tush push fumbled on the one yard line, and he said it on a pass play on a fourth down. So two two completely different things. You're telling me, you're telling me, you trust Hurts with AJ Brown, fucking uh Smith. That's who you trust. I trust Jalen Hurts to. I trust my offensive line to be able to make a first down. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know who you say that to? The Cowboys. Can I fucking trust Dak Prescott to do that? Dak, I trust you to get it done. No, that's yep. what I expect my coach to be like. I trust you. Knowing damn well he didn't trust you. I can say in my full wholeheartedly, if you put a gun in my head, I would be like, and I don't even have to watch. I can say right now, Jalen Hurts picks up that first down 10 out of 10 times. Because of the weapons that is around him, don't act like he doesn't have the guys around him to get the job done. I, that that's just my Sirianni hate. I hate that he's been equipped with the tools and weapons he has. I would love to see what he does and how great of a coach he is going forward. Of let's put him on the Cowboys, put him on the Cowboys, and let's. I want to see what he's able to do. Put him on a bum team, and I no, want to see what he, he was. Does. He was on a, where he, he in Philadelphia. Do you totally forget his first year? When Who he took put those weapons? I'm I'm saying without any weapons. weapons. We no, didn't without have any weapons. weapons. He did not have those weapons the first when? year. Oh, hold on. Let me put this on. Go ahead. What when did he not won, have? They won. They didn't have A.J. Brown. They didn't have Devontae Smith. They were a very bad football team when he came in. It was the Carson Wentz-Jalen Hurts thing when we didn't know what Jalen Hurts was and Carson Wentz was out of the door. 
and they won nine games and made it to a playoff as a wild card team. And then they said, you know what? We kind of know that Hurts is the guy. Let's go get him the tools. And then he made it to a Super Bowl. Exactly. Thank you. Now he's doing this again. But don't don't sit here and act like he just equipped the best roster in the NFL. He came in in one year. You're you're telling me he had one year? What do you want him to do? But you're telling me he had one year to build an all team. He already had the offensive line, first of all. He had an all pro team. He has had one year. I say you put any coach in that, you get the same predicaments, bro. He's been a coach for three years. What else? That's like, what fine. I would love to go see him build an organization and have to see him build it up years it. after year. Exactly. An no, no, Liam, you're not understanding. You're not understanding what I'm saying, Liam. You're not understanding. To have a coach, if, if you give it to me, Malik, we have one year. We're going to go out and get you the guys. I would. Who's your uh, GM again? Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman. You talk that talk. Sirianni, shut the fuck up. The cockiness from Sirianni is the only thing that pisses me off because he's not that nice of a coach in my eyes. I would love – no, no, I can't say that. I'm lying. I can't say he's not that nice of a coach. I would just love to see him do that on a team he has to build without the smartest of GMs. And, again, that is in a, in a scenario in a world that doesn't exist because he's been equipped with that. But I, it's just the cockiness that exudes from him that pisses me off of, like, no, I would rather give that to him. I would rather give, give that to the big dog upstairs. That's all I would like to say. Yeah. What you say? I said it's just the hate, and that's fine. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I I started with I'm just going to hate real quick. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I started with. Cause I said if Sirianni was my head coach, you know I would fucking love it. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. But I don't I don't think that it just pisses me off to like have that like like that that angst about you with like you no know, your front office got you these guys like you've you've been blessed as a coach to be put in this position in which you have the smartest of GMs in how like in how to get you these guys and weapons. I get you want to talk your talk. You're winning. I get it. But that's that's just a hater in me. When I look at the flip side, right? This is the opportunity for the Cowboys. This is our Super Bowl. Fuck it. We're not making a playoff. We, we'll lose first round of playoffs. We'll lose. This is our Super Bowl. This is the chance for Dallas to say, shut up all the haters. Dak to be like, am I worth it? I want to talk that talk. I'm going to back that talk up in the link. Parsons, are you going to fucking show up? Are you going to stop talking that talk? Are you going to fucking show up? Defense, are you going to fucking show up and not just beat up on these bum teams? Are you going to show that you're unstoppable? Are you going to show if if Michael Parsons goes out and has a fucking ball game, he's automatically crowned defensive player of the year this game. If yeah. he goes out and has two sacks. Now, mind you, he's not getting all the praise he gets because he's not having the numbers. He's I mean, he's still up there in praise, but you have to also account for the pressures that he is adding into the plays. Like people don't really give a fuck about that. That's a lot of impact to deal with the amount of interceptions and stuff that we've had down low. Devon Bland, Bland, your quarterback, cornerback. They're going to go at our quarterbacks all day long. And that's what makes me so fucking nervous is that there is no way, shape, and form that we can stop this offense offense throwing the ball without Parsons having pressure every fucking play because there's going to be a guy running wide open every fucking play with the weapons they have. I mean, the crossing routes from um your tight end, wide the fuck open. The deep ball, wide the fuck open. Who can fucking cover Smith, Brown, and now you have your other fucking weapon, Julio. Like, Julio, it's just yeah. like, and Julio got his first TD easy as fuck. It's just like, we can't, if Diggs was still playing, I'd be a lot more confident in my background, but I just, I just can't. I'm not confident at all. I'm confident in, in Dan Quinn to be drawing up something because one of the best plays I've ever seen Dan Quinn have was this week. Uh, somehow he had it in which Michael Parson plays the linebacker position in the middle, like over top of the center. He'll have it in which both of our defense linemen will flare out going to the uh, B-gaps, will flare out to the B-gaps, allowing a one-on-one with the center. 
in which I can tell you right now, hey. no center in the NFL is going to be able to cover Michael Parsons one-on-one. Mm. Are you fucking crazy, Liam? I think you'll see it on Sunday. Liam, if, if, if you see that play, I can tell you right now, there's no way Kelsey can one-on-one block. Rush blocking, there's no way he'll be able to stop the speed of Michael Parsons coming just one-on-one, no help. One-on-one, no help? Come on, bro. I, and I tell you, try, like Kelsey is a, is a fucking all-pro Hall of Fame lineman. You don't have that Eagles offensive line without him. You don't have the tush push. Without him, I say he's the most important aspect of that. But one-on-one, having to block Michael Parsons, bro, I'm taking Michael Parsons in that deal any day. He's just so fast. He's so gifted. That's not the biases in me. It's just it's it's it's, it's not fair to do that because a center is never going against that speed. He's never going against that fast of a guy coming off the line. Yeah. I and that was just I was like Dan Quinn, you have to do that. I you have to be fuck our head coach Dan Quinn. You're the coach of the game if you're able to get this game done. Like you have to be drawing up so much work. Like I mean I don't give a fuck. This might be a game where I just say. No man, no no man. Just cover, just allow unders, just yep. allow unders the entire game. But yeah, I think that's yeah. going to be an interesting game regardless. It's always interesting, right? I mean, but you have the Cowboys who, like you said, historically have shown you that they play down. They can't step up in these games. They can't prove to you, to America why they're America's team, right? And this is it. This is the opportunity. This is shut up, or or I, I can't say nothing the rest of the year. It's, this is it. And it'll be. I really would be surprised if either way this thing's not close. Honestly, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's such the Cowboys for the Eagles to come off of a Washington close win to then play the Cowboys and beat us by 20. Like, that's the shit that happens for Dallas. And it's like, I just pray this doesn't fucking happen. Like I said last week, I pray for a good game, Liam. I don't see a a blowout. I just pray for a good game with the Cowboys. I don't know who shows up. That's just the way it is with us. I I wanted to ask you, too. I'm not sure if you've seen, but I've already heard Micah Parsons. making the the bold choice of saying, hey, Dallas fans, let's take over the link. Uh, and then Dak Prescott coming out saying, hey, if I'm going to fight with a bear, pour honey on me. Again, here we go again with the talk and the talk and the talk. Yeah. It's like, are, when, when are they going to learn? Is this going to be the game that they finally learn, like, just shut the fuck up? No, you don't You don't shut up against your rivalries. I don't give a fuck if you get your ass kicked every week. I don't I mean every year. I mean, we don't. We don't, right? We like it. We look at like the records of of this has just been recent, right? You have been able to win these games recently. Like last year, you won one, we won one, right? No matter what, we're going to link. We know it's hostile. You want us to be bitch ass dudes and just say like, oh, like I mean, he did give you guys credit. He said the Eagles are the best team in the league right now. He gave you a couple weeks ago. It's Eagles week. It's fuck you energy. Like I said, coming back, it's fuck the Eagles till <laughs> the clock hits zero. And I say, yeah, the Eagles are the better team. And I do believe they are the better team, of course. But no matter what, you have to stand on that. He has to stand on that. And Dak knows what he's walking into. Oh, Dak knows yeah. he's walking into the league. He knows the fuck you that's going to be happening. Thank God what sucks is that it's going to get dark because it's fucking winter now. It, at least it's not fucking just dark, dark. He's not walking to that stadium at the oh, night. Yeah. The light. Like, that's the difference in it. But this is a big game in my eyes to show for our stars. Can you show up? I mean, CeeDee Lamb is starting to light this shit up. CeeDee Lamb, I need another game out of you. I need another one like that out of you. Dak, you just you 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 threw for a 300 yard game. Cool. Do it again. Do it versus this this um uh is your boy back? Is Slay back? I saw he got hurt. Yeah, so he'll be back. Um, what his health level will be, I'm not sure, but I, I okay. he should be playing. He should be good. And again, the play calling was good. Last week's play calling was one of the best play callings we've had in a while. But again, I told you. The only reason we ever beat teams by that large of a margin, and my dad was funny. My dad wasn't watching it. He was like, what's the score? And I told him, he's like, how? And I was like, blocked punt, first safety, uh, and a pick six. 
That's the only reason. If all those, I mean, to have a team only be up by that much because they've had to have three phases of their team locked in, it's not, you're not that, you're not that, um, you know, cocky going into this Eagles game because you don't always get that. There's, I mean, that doesn't happen. And that's the only reason that Calvin, we get that a lot this year, but it, it, come on now, we can't expect that every single time. MVP in my eyes this season so far has been our, uh, our kicker coming out after last year, having Maher. I saw that. Who the fuck had Maher? Uh, was Rams. It? The, the Rams. Rams. Yeah. yeah. The Rams picked up Maher. And I was like, Dirty. why? They cut him right before the Dallas week, man. Yeah. Why? Why did you pick him up? Like, you saw what he did with us. I like, know. why? Like, and I love, like, the our kicker has been dead on. I mean, I think he kicked a 56-yarder down the middle, drilled it. Yeah, yeah. Like, killing it, man. Like, those are the things we need. We need guys to step up in these games. I hope for a good one. I was actually watching uh Watching it in a bar down here it was like uh, my dad was in the parade in um Bordentown and I was watching one of the bars there, all Eagles fans. And it's funny to see that like I love how many Eagles fans don't know football at all. They're just like, we need to fucking get points. No shit. No fucking shit. Like, are you fucking <laughs> watching this game? Like, there, I think there was one time uh, I think AJ Brown scored and it was like a um it was a flag and it was like hands to the face. They're like, there's a pass interference, good flag. I'm like, it's not pass interference. They're like, look right there. I'm like, it's not a pass interference. Like, do you know what a fucking pass interference is? And I'm like, it's fucking hands to the face in the beginning of the fucking route. You don't know what you're talking. Like, that to me is why I'm like, okay, there's so many people who, not even just Eagles fans, there's so many people who don't know football. Like, the play I just described to you about, well, Michael Parsons, that they would just have no idea about. They don't think that, like, that is a play, a one-on-one matchup that you would dream of. And the fact that Michael Parsons like, this is what I dream of, Dan Quinn wrote it up, and he executed by getting a sack. That's what football is about. That's where execution happens. I just don't think execution is going to happen on Sunday. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Trent Dilfer on ESPN. When he, what do he say? He's like, you can't, you can't lose football games and win. Yeah. And that's like his way of being like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just, it's just awful, man. It's just, I love seeing that. Either way, it's, it's a fun rivalry. I mean, I'm gonna see people of all types. I'm, I know I'm gonna get tagged all night long. I know oh, people are talking shit. Soon. No, it's it's expected. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but my thing is don't talk this chatter like I wasn't the guy who said that this will happen, or I haven't seen you posting anything about your team. Your team sucks as well. And you just like to hate on the Cowboys. Like, that to me is what pisses me off. Like, Giants fan, why are you hitting me up about the Cowboys losing? Yeah, like, yeah. don't hit me up, like, bro. Like, you're you're no you're way no better than us. Like, what please. Do you care about? They're not even yeah. I'm not even in the on the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Predictions of the score. Yeah, that's what I was just about to ask you. Um, it's I'll, obviously Eagles. Um, tight. I'll go 31-26. <laughs> that's not yeah. – <laughs> that's a sign that either I'm going to have to pick the Eagles or I'm going to say the Cowboys and know in the back of my head it's going to be the Eagles. That's what oh, I heard. That's no, what I heard. no. I'll place a bet this week no matter what. I'm taking the Eagles win. Like I think the Eagles still pull out the win versus us. Like you said – no loss is a win. A loss like that is a win in my eyes. Like the fact that if we're able to pull up 21 points, like you're not concerned about our defense at all. About your defense? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm really not. And again, okay. the reason I'm not isn't so much like me discrediting what the Cowboys do are doing. It's more of like just trust in the Eagles. Like they put up 38 points against it, you know, not a world beater defense in Washington, yeah. but like they're not the worst defense in the league. And you fumbled on the five yard line and the one yard line. That's you lose that game every time. That's taken away. Like you could have yeah. scored fifty points like yeah. in a blink, and like you you've walked you walk away from that game being like fuck man sloppy turnovers offensive yeah. play calling in the red zone is still weird. 
and you scored 38, it's more of like at home. I think this offense does what they need to do because I do think the Cowboys will put up 24, 26 points. So they will find a way to outscore them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm around that same that that same average as well. But the thing that people aren't talking about because you're getting bailed out. I said it every week. You beat the you beat the Eagles if you score 35 points or more. It's impossible. It's damn near impossible to score that much against them. And the the, the Eagles defense has been bailing Jalen Hurts out because no other team in the league fumbles twice like that to five and still pulls out a W. It's an, It doesn't happen. It's just this, the data will show that doesn't happen. It doesn't go that way for you guys. Um, but Jalen Hurts does lead the division. What, turnovers are picks? Like one of those things? It's like, that's still remarkable that we're not talking about it because he, he's been getting these games out. So that's still something to look out for. Like the Cowboys, you can force Jalen Hurts to throw picks. He isn't the all-pro guy like he was last year. Like the Jalen Hurts last year isn't showing me that He's not making no mistakes. He is able to make mistakes. He's not Superman. He will make mistakes, right? So force him. Force him to make mistakes. Like you said, he is limping. And I told you from the beginning, I hate seeing these fucking tush pushes, not because this is the reason he's hurt, but because he's starting to get banged up. Fuck the push. Fuck him having to take these hits. I mean, when you look at uh, Brock Purdy, the reason the play that's standing out is because it was one of those plays where he's running up the middle, gets dominated into his fucking head. You see him flashback right i don't want to see that for jalen hurts i don't want to see that that play you called it we both called it it's coming where they do like a fucking fake shove oh, tush yeah. push and they're routing it out or even throw a deep bomb from a guy out there. It, it's, it's a going to happen it's going to happen so i think that protect your guy um but hey we, if we put him on his ass i think he's going to be a little bit a little bit gun shy than what he has been yeah. but it's so crazy it doesn't fucking matter bro this motherfucker will, will fumble he'll fucking be injured He'll look totally different. And then the next play, throw a fucking spot-on bomb 30 yards yeah. down the field to A.J. Brown. It's like That's his different. mental toughness just go – like he's he he has quick forgetting. Like he forgets it and moves on so quick, man, it his happens. mental toughness. It happens time and time again. It happened in the Super Bowl. Like when he yeah. – and Chiefs scored, like it's almost a guarantee Eagles are going to go on a drive and they're going to score. Like yeah. every, it's, almost, it's automatic. Um, it's what they did against the Dolphins when the Dolphins had, uh, I guess, the pick to tie it. Mm-hmm. Went right out, drove down the field, done. Back, lead back, yeah. Um, the line is huge, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. The, the betting line kind of scares me a little bit. Why it's only three in favor of the Eagles at home is a little weird, but okay, they're just trying to draw people in. I don't know, yeah. I mean, oh, last thing is that uh, I'm a little bit more uh, not as worried about your defense because seeing our uh, second year our rookie uh, Smith guard being able to stand tall against Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald only had one pressure that's huge to me, being and- able to play up against him. And Jalen Carter, I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, it doesn't matter. You have the fucking you. You have. I mean, you have a laundry list of defensive look guys. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> With him, it matters. He's he's yeah. fucking stuck. That's true. That's I don't true. Know. That that'd be a huge huge hit. Yeah, but see, seeing us be able to capable to not have Aaron Donald have one of his best games of all time, that was huge to me. Like, all right, he only had one pressure. Like, I was worried about seeing him. There's also some things out there that Aaron Donald might be looking to leave and. Cowboys might be a great landing spot for him. So I'm hoping I, you know, I would be fucking ecstatic, bro. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. Hey, Eagles Cowboys week. What, what could you ask for, man? Um, looking forward to it. I know we're going to be texting back and forth. We might do a live game review as well. I have time for you guys and put in the next episode. Um, but hey, guys, make sure you follow us on the Instagram. Uh, check out our locks. We'll have our locks posted there Friday night or Saturday morning for you guys on Twitter um, as well. But follow us on Instagram at we trust underscore podcast. 
uh, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, um, Apple Podcasts as well. And follow Liam on the pod on on Instagram at Liam Stokes 11. Appreciate you guys. Trust up. Go birds.